The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. Hey there, I'm Allie Hilton, showrunner and creator of Dining in the Void. This show is about six alien celebrities who are trapped aboard a space station. They will have to work together or die at the hands of an unknown monster who is hidden among them. This is the third interim episode, A Shift in Power, which was written by Arizona Johnson and produced by Zebulon Podcasts. This bonus episode is a flashback about Waverly Black and contains spoilers for season one of the show. Please be aware that there is a content warning for discussion of death, xenophobia, crying and mouth noises, and references to minor character death. We hope you enjoy this episode of Dining in the Void. Thank you so much for listening. Warning. The following episode may disturb some listeners. Please check the description for this episode's transcript as well as a list of specific content warnings. We hope you enjoy this bonus episode of Dining in the Void. Pacing won't make her arrive faster. Well, when I was a princess, I was never late. I was always at least five minutes early. Promptness shows respect. That's something she hasn't learned quite yet. Please breathe, love. Don't lose your head now. We need to lay down the law with Waverly. You're right. I can't lose my head now. I have to set a good example. But with the way you've been training her, I'm sure she could run the whole galaxy on her own. Under you, she flourishes. I don't understand why she likes you over me. Perhaps it's because... Don't answer that. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Sorry I'm late. You still had a minute to spare. I'd say that counts. No, it doesn't. You were on time, Waverly. Early is on time, on time is late, and being late is a royal embarrassment. Can we maybe skip the lecture for now? Willa, please. You're lucky that I love you, youngling. Wait, why don't we just meet in the throne room like we normally do? Why'd you ask me to come to your room? It's more private. And where are the servants? This matter is not for their ears. This family meeting concerns the war with those shape-shifting heathens. The Copras? Don't name them, Waverly. They're heathens. Savages, monsters, whatever you wish to call them, shape-shifting makes them greedy and evil. They think they can get away with anything they wish, including trying to take over this planet. They're just creatures who want to survive and live like we do. Why are you talking with me about the war? I thought official state business was your thing. I hate war. War talks are part of ruling Trillia. Once you ascend the throne, you should be ready to deal with any and all conflicts that come your way. You should also be prepared to start them, if it's politically advantageous. As such, the two of us would like you to make your first big decision. Oh, good. I'm a big girl now. Excuse me? I said, oh, good. I'm ready to listen. Fine. Waverly, we have a proposition for you. If you can recall your little friend, Zell. What about her? Well, we don't think you should see that person any longer. Why, did she do something that I don't know about? She's one of them. I'm not... She's don't not... try to deny it. 
We have very reliable sources. <sighs> what will happen if I stop seeing her? That was our proposition. If you tell her you're through, we'll let her go back to her savage lands, and we'll forgive her treason. And yours. <laughs> Whoa, since when is having a girlfriend treason? Since that girlfriend, as you so boldly call her, has been plotting to take over the government. Her entire kind has, ever since our two species first existed. You want to taint our bloodline with one of them? Have you no regard for the throne? I'm not going to taint the bloodline by dating a shapeshifter. Besides, how do you even know I'll ever have kids? Maybe I don't want any. Waverly. Well then, if you don't break it off with her, and you continue to defy us, then we will have her executed. What? This is part of being queen, Waverly. Sometimes you must make difficult decisions. It doesn't seem that difficult to you. How is this offer even fair? If I say yes, I don't get to see one of my favorite people, not including you two. If I refuse, who knows what you'll do? Well, think of it like this, little seed. You don't need to date a shapeshifter. There are other birds in the trees, so to speak. That's not good, Dad. A queen can't be single. Mom said so herself. Besides, who else would I even date? Aim higher than a co-pleasant for a start. Your royalty. Go find another princess or queen to be cute with. What about that queen from Vanu? When you two met, it really seemed like she tickled you. That's what the kids say. Right, Willa? Please stop trying to be hip with the kids, Will. It's clear you're not going to win her over with silly words. It's also clear to me that our daughter, who I thought would be the next great queen of Trillia, has chosen to disgrace our entire species' legacy by mixing bloodlines. <laughs> Just because you've failed at making peace with them doesn't mean you need to punish me for being successful. And you call your silly affair making peace? You have a lot to learn about being queen. Since you've been so rude to me, I'm going to order the capture and execution of your dear friend. You're evil. You're just... evil. You're not a queen at all. You're more of a monster than any of them. Don't you dare get uppity with me, youngling. We gave you numerous chances to defend your actions, and every time you came back with excuses and soppy pleas. Can't you see we are at war? What war? When has a single shot been fired? When has an innocent Quantrabrasian died? When have you even declared war other than in your own stupid head? You want to make peace by abusing and murdering them? You're gonna justify genocide because your daughter is doing what you could never do. Waverly, please. Get back to your room, youngling. Or I'll have you executed, too. You wouldn't do that. Do you really wish to test that? I'm not going to leave her. Then leave the room. Your father and I must discuss our plans. What are you gonna do? Hang her? Leave us, Waverly. I'm not going to ask you again. Fine. I hate you. I don't care. Guard, can I share something? You had just the, the perfect opportunity to, like, stab me when you brought me in. Nice, clean little poke would have saved the executioner the trouble anyway. Nothing? No 
Get back or shut up, come on. Oh, stars. Oh, thank the gods my prayers were answered. Oh, stars, you look so sick. You're... Here to say goodbye, right? Yes, but... I don't want to drag it out, okay? We should just say bye, and you should go. But I'm glad you came. (laughs) I did everything I could. I'm sure you did, but you and I both know your mom's a real hard-ass about quote-unquote savages. Don't say that word. I've heard it all my life, but... (laughs) You, you never called me that. You saw me for who I am. That's all I ask from people, and you gave me more than that. And for that, I'll always love you. You don't deserve this, Sal. I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. Just hold my hand for a moment. Of course. You know, when I said I crave death, I didn't mean someone should kill me. (laughs) How did you want to die? Well, I kind of hoped I'd die in my sleep, you know? Lying next to you, what a way to go. (laughs) Hey, hey, don't cry. Let me make you laugh. Uh, Watch this. For the last time, Waverly, Waverly, you you are two two seconds seconds late. How How dare dare you defy defy me? me. (laughs) (sighs) Stars, I haven't spoken to her in two days. Not since she said she was going to... kill you. (sighs) She couldn't face us being in love. (gasps) You were in love? Not on my watch! I have a lot of restraint, but that goes out the window when it comes to those heathens. So, please, go back. I want to see your true form again. Okay? One last time. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I I I just just wanted wanted to make make you you laugh. You did. I laughed. Barely. I wish I could laugh harder, but how can I? I'm about to lose you. Don't you worry about me, Wavy. We'll meet again someday. Seriously, don't worry about me. I'll start crying, and I don't want to do that. I'll look like a hot mess. More than usual, anyway. Oh, God. Oh, stars. I'll avenge you, Zell. I swear I will. If you do, be smart about it. Don't... Hurt anyone in a fit of rage. Make your parents understand how they made you feel, but don't be cruel. I know. I won't forget anything you've taught me. Good. I love you. I love you too. want to lose you either. Don't cry. Please, just give me your hand. I won't fix anything. I don't care. It's the only thing I have left. Okay. 
That's my last gift to you, my princess. Be good, okay? I will. Promise yourself. Your Highness, Your Royal Highness. What do you want? I know you've been holed up in your room these past three weeks, per your wishes, ever since your friend was... Girlfriend, datemate, whatever you call it, we all know what happened to Zell. I humiliated her in front of the entire planet. I've been reliving it since I locked myself in here. What the fuck are you doing in my room? Uh... I have an envelope addressed to you with strict instructions to ensure you open it. Oh, that's odd. I don't see a return label. All it has is this weird seal. Look, it's a star, but the rays coming from it are really detailed, and there's a giant swirly F in the center, like it's a bunch of clouds. <laughs> this gives me a weird feeling, Your Highness. Shall I toss it out? I'll read it. Thank you very much. That will be all. Princess Waverly, I understand that you have lost the love of your life. I know you think yourself good, kind-hearted, but you are dealing with royalty who are beyond diplomacy. If you want revenge... If you want revenge, I know how to exact it. I am at your disposal if you want to avenge your dear self. The only payment I ask for is your silence. Leave a reply of yes or no inside this envelope with your seal over it. Leave the envelope underneath your breakfast plate tomorrow morning. My associate will be in disguise as a servant to receive it. I know this is very short notice, but a good ruler must know how to make quick decisions. If you say no, I will not contact you again. This will be the last you hear from me. However, if you take me up on my offer... I will send you further details about where we should meet, and what to say to others should they question your behavior. I promise you, Waverly, your treason will not be discovered. We have influence throughout the galaxy, and we will shield you from the consequences. You are in good hands. Sincerely. Your friend in the family. Dining in the Void is produced by Zebulon Podcasts and was created by Ali Hilton. This bonus episode was written by Arizona Johnson. Waverly Black was played by Sterling Ray. Queen Willa was played by Molly Langford. King Will was played by Jimmy Sherwood. Zell was played by Nora Brady. And The Servant was played by Elyon Clark. Music was composed by Benny James. Sound was edited by Ari Dell. All sound effects are courtesy of freesound.org. Follow us on Twitter at Dining in the Void, on Tumblr at Dining in the Void Podcast, or check out our website. The link to that is in the description. Stay tuned for more bonus content. The next episode should drop within the next month. 
Thank you for listening.